Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. Today we're going to continue our discussion on the problems of evil and we're going to look at the religious problem of evil. Yesterday we looked at the logical problem of evil and we talked about where that is and and sort of where the discussion is at this point and how it's basically basically over and done with from a philosophical standpoint. It's not really a serious argument anymore. But today we're going to shift focus and look at a different aspect or problem of evil, and that's the religious problem. So what do we mean by the religious problem of evil? Well, it's not really a logical puzzler like the one we looked at yesterday. It's really more of an emotional question. And that emotional question is geared around this idea of laying at the Christian's feet the notion that you say that God is all good and all loving, some of the similar things that the logical problem poses. But instead of arriving at this idea that therefore God doesn't exist or therefore God can't be good, it really more challenges the Christian to say, well, you're saying that all all this exists and that the God you believe in exists. So square that for me. Make that make emotional sense. Not necessarily logical sense. Make that make emotional sense. I want to feel good about the idea that a God like the one you describe can exist and everything terrible in the world as it is can also exist because no one's going to argue that that's, that that's not real, that the evil I mean. So help it make my heart feel okay. And I want to say just a couple things about this because this is not really, again, like the logical problem, one that we're going to spend a ton more time on. In fact, it's probably just going to be this episode, but I want to put two thoughts out there for you to consider as you think about that. I mean, first of all, consider the emotional weight that a question like that would would have if someone were to ask it of you right now. Would you know how to respond and and just think about that, kind of sit in that for a little bit. And I think that can be helpful sometimes for us to just consider, man, would that would that give me a knot in my stomach? Would that cause me to, to pause? Would it sober me up a little bit if someone challenged me like that? If it, if it would, then that's good because that means we're seriously considering these things and we're, we're taking them appropriately serious. But I want to... Consider that, first of all, we do have good answers for how a God like the one that we believe in in the Bible can coexist with all the evil and suffering and trauma and just terrible things that are in the world. And that is what we're going to really spend this entire season on. So it's not a short answer to talk about how those things square how those things square is tied up in really all of scripture. The entire story of scripture is an answer for how these things square. But I do want to leave you with sort of another thought to consider. And this is one of those give and takes with 
with a person, if you're having a conversation with someone and this kind of question comes up, there's two things that you can say is you can say, well, first of all, I do think I have good answers for how my worldview and the God I believe in can be made to make sense with all the evil and suffering we see in the world. And I'd be happy to spend time with you because it's going to take some time to step through all those different questions and why they have, I think, really good answers. But I also would like to know from you, this imaginary person that I'm talking to, how your worldview squares with all the evil and suffering that's in the world. Because the fact is that while this is often a challenge that's laid at the feet of Christians because of what we believe, that every other worldview also needs to have an account and give an account for how what they believe squares with the existence of the same evil and suffering in the world. And that's not to say that Christians somehow get out of jail free. I'm not suggesting that to turn it back around is to say, well, I don't have to answer the question. My point is actually the opposite. Everyone has to answer the question, no matter what they believe. So the atheist and the Buddhist and the Muslim and the new ager and the I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual person, they all have to answer this question. No one gets a get get out of jail free card. So yes, the Christian needs to have answers and we do, and we're going to talk about those, but whoever you're talking with also needs to have answers. So if you believe that no God at all exists, well, you have a sort of rationally satisfying answer, I guess, for why all the evil and suffering exists, but the same idea of, but how does that make my heart feel good? Right? We all just accidentally happened. Things are horrible. And then we're all going to die. And that's it. Game over. <laughs> that doesn't feel good at all. Right? So, this desire to sort of have everything like make sense in a way that I can be okay with, well, good luck. Good luck with that. I think we can get there from a Christian standpoint. I'm very, very doubtful that anyone else can. And so I think it's fair, at least, to say, hey, let's walk through this discomfort together. And let's even compare and contrast, how would we go about answering this? Because you and I see things very differently. And this is a problem that we both have to face. How does this fit into your worldview and what you believe about the world? And help me feel good in my heart about it from your perspective. That's perfectly fair to to offer to walk arm in arm with someone and hopefully it's going to spur maybe greater conversation and hopefully more and more discussion and thought about these really important questions because these really are deep deep questions and they deserve good answers so i hope as we think about this religious problem of evil it sort of leads us into the evidential problem which is where we're going to spend the majority of our time because i think the answer to the religious problem is found in the answer to the evidential problem so we're going to define the evidential problem of evil tomorrow and we're going to talk about sort of our roadmap for how we're going to go about answering that over the course of this season so i hope to see you then 